Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Post-Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Post-Christmas, post-well-post-Chanukah, and I don't know when Kwanzaa is. We're in the middle of Kwanzaa right now. But Kwanzaa lasts a long time, right? Like it's Seven days. Started the day after Christmas, and it Mm -hmm. ends on New Year's Day. Oh. So it's only seven days. It's pretty it's easy one day less than Chanukah, than Chanukah, right, well, as uh, well, Smokey I'll... Robinson would say. <laughs> Happy okay. Chanukah. We, right. we talked about hey. this video last year, didn't we? I don't think I so, believe so, but I appreciate yes, I the believe sentiment. We, I believe even, we talked even about if... him doing cameos. So Smokey Robinson didn't oh, get him to do okay. a cameo. And uh, a guy had sent Smokey Robinson a request to do to wish his father a happy Hanukkah. And yeah. Smokey was talking, and he's you know Smokey's voice is uh, is is not as deep as you kind of expected uh, with a name like Smokey. His name, his voice isn't very smoky; it's quite smooth. But it's, yeah, but it's, it's higher pitch. More, you expect more like, rasp. He's like, "Hey, Robert, your son sent me a real nice letter, and uh, we used to live across the street from each other." Okay, yeah, well. Uh, you know what, Robert? Just happy Chanuka. I don't know what Chanuka is, but uh, your son wanted me to say oh that. So uh, happy Chanuka. You should watch, find the video of Smokey Robinson. I'm, watch, I'm watching wishing, it right now. Yes, find you're, that video. Your 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 uh, your impression is dead on. <laughs> like he's. It sounds like a guy who's trying to be smooth, but he's yes, really not. But he's old. Smokey's getting up there. But it's not smoky. When you think of smoky, you think of like rich texture leather. And I'm when he sings, smooth voice, but he's not real smoky. And uh, yeah, he wishes the guy happy Chanuka. <laughs> wait, wait, so. did he say he doesn't know what Chanuka is? Yes, he says, I don't know what that is, but happy Chanuka. I have no idea what Chanuka is, but happy Chanuka. Yeah. Because they said so. Oh yeah. my God. I <laughs> Can you get him to say whatever you want? Like, can you get him it's to cameo. say like, Are you not aware of Cameo? No, I am aware of cameo, okay. but like, will they? Will any of these horrors like draw the line wow. and say, "Wow," and be like, "I won't say Heil Hitler to somebody." Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure there's a line, but Happy Chanuka is pretty harmless. It is pretty harmless. I'm just yeah. wondering that, like, if this, like, what can you make this guy say if he doesn't know what Hanukkah is? <laughs> well, he probably what? hasn't seen it spelled with a C. Chanuka. <laughs> Come on, man. What else could it be? Google it if you don't know what it is. Well, again, then, like, you could that yeah. could have meant anything, right? I mean, it's it like when you, but but yeah, but like, like the like the uh, Dave Chappelle thing when he was when he was talking about uh, you know skeet skeet skeet, and he's like, oh, people yes. said that because they didn't know what it meant. Yes, right. So what are you slipping by? What could you slip by these guys that they don't know what it means? That well, is also highly offensive. I mean, thought maybe, maybe you can squeeze a thought by Smokey Robinson, but he probably knows what that means. Maybe, I'm just wondering, like, to what to what end? What can you push the limits on these guys? But yeah, but yeah, happy happy Chanuka, everybody. Yeah, well, it's over. It's been over for like a month already. It was yeah. very early this year. Yeah, but I believe we're on at least in the states. It's the 27th in the states, right? Yeah. So in the states, uh, we're, we're yeah. on the best. We're on the best Kwanzaa day. The best one. Um, it's the most fun to say. Can can you find the second day of Kwanzaa and can you pronounce that for me? I am interested to hear what comes out of your mouth. All right, hang on. 
I just need to, you know, you reminded me because I just got a gift from my mom over the weekend and I need to talk about it. Um, let's see. Second day. Yes. Well, they the have second multi- day of quantum. So every day has a name? Yes. Okay. So, so let the me first just, day is Let me just bring them Umoja? all up. Yes. Bring okay. them all up. And I want you to say today's day. Okay. What are they? <laughs> Self-determination. There it is. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I want you to say the actual name. The, Swah- the Swahili name. Uh okay, hang on a second. You made I fun of Smokey a... Robinson for Chinooka. Now, can you pronounce what Smokey Robinson uh. knows how to pronounce? Yeah. Hang on, I need to like brace. I'm like pronouncing it in my head, so that I, had, I could get out, so I could come out with it. So here we go. You just got to sound it out, right? You got to sound it out. So well, there's like sound, sound it out, and then, and then say here. it. One, say two, it as you would. Three, yep. four, five, six. I'm thinking like six syllables here, right? It's about seven. Yep. Kuji. Exactly. <laughs> Kuji Chagulia. Kuji Chagulia. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That's right. Pretty good. Kuji Chagulia. So? I think the C oh, okay. is more of a cha. But again, you're pretty good. So though. the G, I, I don't lean into the G. It's more of a Yeah, ka. don't lean into it. It's more of a Kuji Chagulia. Okay. Kuji so, Chagulia. There yeah. we go. So look okay. at that. Look at that. You got it better than, than Smokey Robinson got Chinooka. Chinooka. <laughs> yeah, like his emphasis, uh, it was all wrong. It was all wrong. Yes, I'm not yes. expecting I'm not expecting a goy, right? We could we could call him this, I think. Correct? Yes. Yes. I mean, if you're calling it Chinooka, you're a goy. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> but the but like I don't expect him to to say, you know, to go in with the and call it the Hanukkah. Yeah. He's gonna But again, I, but you I'll, normally I'll don't see it a, spelled. I'll accept, with the C. I'll accept a Hanukkah. I'll even accept a Chanukah at that point. I bet, if, I bet if they didn't spell it with a C, he would have got it. Chinooka is how a Japanese person would read that. But C-H is much... If you see H, if you see Hanukkah, mm-hmm. most people are going to know how to spell that. But with the minute you put the C-H in front of it, you threw him off. Mm-hmm. And it turned into a whole different word. What do you think... Turned what into do a you think? <laughs> now, what do you... Th- yeah, I was going to say, what do you think he thinks that means? I have no idea what he thought of it. Again, he said he said he didn't know. He goes, I don't know what this Happy means. Chinooka. But they, but they told me to means. say it. Yeah, but they but told I'm, me to say it. You paid me, and I'm yep. saying it. So yeah, you paid you me, and you say it. I don't know if he's still on Cameo. He might have gone off. Cam- Cameo was a big thing during the pandemic. Oh, it's still a big thing. Is it? Is it still a big thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, for sure. Because he's do, still there. Do you know? Do you know who's the most? At least last year. Holy who the, shit! Who who earned the most money? Um, doing cameos. Do you know who it is? Oh, at least I knew in this 2020. At one point. Did you? I yeah. forgot that. Because he, yeah. he would go on podcasts and talk about it. And it is a he. I don't... I don't remember. It's the dude from go. The Office. The dude who played Kevin from The Office. I don't even know his name. Oh. But okay. Kevin from then The I Office remember. had the most... He made like over a million dollars just doing cameos. <laughs> just Cameo? Okay, so how much do you think it costs for Smokey Robinson for a Smokey Robinson cameo? Uh, 59 bucks is my guess. See, I thought it would be about the same thing. Yeah. You want to guess again? Oh, am I high Smokey, or low? Let me, let me just say, Smokey Robinson, not messing around. And oh, wow. I'm assuming you make your own uh, you make your own page here. Yes, He's you make your own Smokey price. Ro- yeah. Smokey Robinson, Motown legend. Of course he is. Absolutely. Yep. That's that, oh that's God. what I would call him if someone told me what give me a, a tagline underneath Smokey Robinson name, Motown Legend is exactly what I'd put. 
Okay. Well, there you go. So for personal use, how much do you think? You want to try again? One more time. Give you personal more use? A hundred? $550. Ooh, smoky. <laughs> for $550, you better, you better pronounce Hanukkah. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I don't little, know. A is little it, less bad than that. Is it better that, that, they, that he pronounced it wrong? I feel like that's almost better. It's more authentic, you're saying? Absolutely. Like, that's, right, that's something you'll that. never forget. Like, oh, my God, my dad my dad got a cameo where he called this dude, where he, where he said Chinooka. Oh, my God. I kind of want to do this. Brian Cox is on cameo. I mean, you'll be surprised number of people on cameo. Like, now, what's really interesting Brian, is now. How much do you think Brian Cox is going to charge you? Uh, $59. <laughs> that's my goal. $689. Wow. 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 Yeah, the dude from I, I, the office's name is Brian Bumgardner, and he now charges two hundred dollars. But this guy was the most, and it's twenty-four hour deliver <laughs> delivery, so he'll do your cameo in twenty-four hours. Lavar Ball is on here. <laughs> Everyone is on cameo. Everyone. But how? If Lavar Ball, if you got him to do a cameo, how much of that would be about him saying the thing you want versus him just talking about Lavar Ball? I mean, that's kind of what you want, right? Also, he's got a 24-hour delivery available, so you <laughs> Yeah, so you'll get it you'll get it immediately. Yeah, you'll get it pretty quick. Pendulette's on here. I take it. You know, there's a few people who had uh who I wouldn't mind receiving a cameo. Well, from. what's really interesting is that I'm I this I've not been to Cameo's website in like two years. And they've got NCAA now that NCAA players, like college players, can get paid. They're like all over this. <laughs> like, good for them. These college kids are making. There's some girls uh, who's a NCAA basketball player in Long Beach, and she's on Cameo for forty bucks, forty dollars New Zealand. New Zealand. So if you want her to give you a Cameo, she's allowed to make money. Good. For yeah, her. I thought I thought Cameos are generally more cheap, but I guess they've gone up in price. I think they've gone up. I think uh, I think because people realize that it's you know it's difficult to do. And to be on all the time, like I bet you doing cameos, the first one hundred were fine. It's the next a thousand that are the killer, which is when you raise your price, right? So Smokey Robinson will do one cameo for eight hundred bucks. He's not going to do a thousand for eighty. Yeah, I get it. It's like how much is my time worth? I mean, you're literally talking about like what's your hourly rate? Pretty much. And it's like, Damn. and again, if the reviews are, hey, look, you know, you talk to. Uh, you talk to the guy from 90 Day Fiance who's on here and charges you a hundred bucks. I, I want I want that. Don't just get on there and go, oh, you know, I'm just reading your thing. Cause then you're gonna get a bad review. Oh man, they got a reality TV thing. I wonder if any of your uh your nuts from uh, Married at First Sight are on here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are. why wouldn't they be? Oh my god. I think I know what to get you for your birthday. Oh god. Sure. Oh god, do not get me a cameo. <laughs> That's or, uh, the last <laughs> thing I want. Oh my god, that would be hilarious though. Get you uh, one from, well, wait, would you prefer someone from Married at First Sight or would you like, like, uh, not not Antifa? What's her name? Her name's not Antifa, <laughs> Antifa right? It's close enough. <laughs> yep, she's here. Yes, <laughs> I knew is. she'd be here. Of Damn right. And she's got 24 hour delay. Oh, she's not taking any requests. Uh, but she's got you gotta five wait. stars. You got to wait. She's got into five the, stars. Uh, yeah, it's love. I, I love how all of these uh, reality people look the same. <laughs> reality. TV oh my people. god! Do you have a favorite from like Married at First Sight? Who, who can I search I, for to see if they're I don't here? have a favorite. Married at. I'll just search Married at First Sight. 
because I'm sure Ar- Ar- Arlen would be a better a better. Oh, there's like better yeah, there's no. a bunch of. Wait a minute, why why is a Tampa Bay Lightning guy like the second person that shows up? Was he on Was know. he on The Bachelor or something? All right, we got somebody from UK. We got Bennett Kirshner, Calvin Robertson. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Henry Rodriguez the fourth, Brian Schnicker. Uh, no, that's the Atlanta Braves manager. Like, why are these people here? Like, who? <laughs> because why not? Because why not? Oh, man, if you're famous, said Australia. You can, oh, they got one of these guys. This dude's only thirty bucks. You can you can give uh you can get out there. Yeah, the the reality stars are cheap. Yeah, they're not very expensive. Cool. All right, it's gonna happen. If I remember this, it's gonna happen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Big Ed. Did we talk about Big Ed, the guy with no neck? Yeah, he's that on sounds here. familiar. Big Ed's on here. Okay. Oh god. So Big Ed. No, I Go do on. not want a cameo from Big Ed. You, that, that is a waste of your money. That's a waste of your money. How much is he charging? That's <laughs> uh, 146 New Zealand, which is about a hundred dollars. That's only like thing. 60 bucks. So that's cool. <laughs> we could we could make that. We could figure that out. Oh god boy. damn! Like the amount of people that are on here. It's a wild. lot of people giving cameos. A lot of people. Well, you think about it. There's something. Oh my god! The guy who plays the Todd and Scrubs is on here. And the guy who plays Michael Bolton in uh, in Office Space this year—he's only fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, kid, you'll be surprised. You, you, I'm pretty sure you can find almost anybody on Cameo. I'm pretty sure because they can just say no. But it's one of those things you're like, I got a free week. Let me open up my Cameo. Ernie window. Hudson is on here, <laughs> and he's only charging 185 bucks. God damn, Ernie! Yeah, I, that somehow makes me upset. You know what's interesting about this? I think the most interesting about this is seeing like what how these people define their worth yes more than anything else do you like, think that's it's them or do you think a publicist is or even cameo the company themselves is helping right if you're a celebrity and you make an account here they've got a like i think you kind of know right like you know if it's too expensive because then you get nobody but then you also know when it's too cheap because then you get like a thousand requests you want to balance between like your actual personal time to do these things and actual making money because you don't want to just do this stuff for like for beer money like you actually want to do this for you want to do this so that way you can grow your fan base because there's some there's some people on here i'm looking at some of these people i'm like these are people that i'm sure are from reality star shows but like 15 dollars new zealand for this girl to do a cameo like this is her trying to raise her brand because 15 bucks is nothing that's got to be like two dollars in the u.s it's nothing so i think it just totally depends like some of these guys like if you're Smokey robinson you don't need to do this stuff i mean royalties he gets for songs don't do any of this stuff yeah so i so i just went to actors and i sorted by highest actors and the first one i wouldn't call them an actor but who do you think it is and i'm gonna and i will give you a clue they define themselves as an icon and that is the most vague thing you could do. But oddly enough, it's probably the best way I would define this person. As an icon. Mm-hmm. You'll never figure it out. But I'll I give won't. you a guess just yeah. in case. Can you give me a hint? Um, They are reality TV adjacent. Also, yeah. I keep calling them they so as to not give away any gender. Oh, is it, is it uh, Caitlyn Jenner? Yes, it is. Yeah. You, I mean, $2,500 yeah, for Woo! a cameo. Number $2, two, yeah. Kevin O'Leary, Mr. <laughs> Wonderful from Shark Tank, who charges $1,500. <laughs> Number three, Ice Cube. Yeah. 
man. Yeah. Jen I'm Jameson is on here. She charges $1,000. Not the most flattering picture, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. I wonder I wonder if these guys talk about this on Shark Tank because I see Damon John down the yeah, list as look, well. This, this might have been even... $800. Would you be surprised if this was pitched on Shark Tank? I wouldn't be. Cameo? Yeah, why not? It's a business. Yeah, probably not. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but man, these comedians, oh my God. New and comedians, they're charging like 10 bucks, nine bucks. Yeah, because wow. they're just trying to get out there, right? And especially, for example, right? Because you can use it for your personal use. If you do a good cameo and someone posts it up on their Twitter or social media, right? Like the Smokey Robinson thing. When's the last time you thought about Smokey Robinson? I've never thought about Smokey Robinson. Exactly. And then just the fact that he can't pronounce Hanukkah, that goes viral. Sure, Smokey might feel bad that he mispronounced Hanukkah, but I think it's funny and it makes me more interested in what Smokey's up to. I don't think Smokey Robinson good, Smokey. feels bad that he mispronounced Hanukkah. You don't think he does? I think he does. No, I don't think think he does. does. I think he does. No way. There's no way. He doesn't care. Hmm. He probably doesn't even know about it. He doesn't even know he's on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) He's too busy rolling in his money and being like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And actually celebrating Chinooka. (laughs) Yeah. Because now he can celebrate whatever he wants. Are there any Obamas on here? Uh, I'd be surprised if Obama was on there. Obama millions for Obama's time. Obama impersonators. I mean, I mean, there's got to be some politicians on there, right? Like, I bet you that Ted Cruz oh, yeah. is on there. Jim Jim Jordan, he's probably on here. That's yeah, son of a bitch. Nope, he's not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I guess there's no uh, no politicians. But yeah, some of these actors, some of these actors and actresses are charging big money. Like yeah. you can get the girl from Ted Lasso. She's charging a lot of money, and she's not even she's not even available. She said, "Notify which, me when available." Which girl? Uh, um, the dude's girlfriend. Oh, the one who plays Keely. Yes. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, but that's the thing. You can get anybody. Like I really think you can almost find anybody here on Cameo. I mean, you can get Ted DiBiase, uh, Ted DiBiase to give you a Cameo. Do you know who that is? No. The the million dollar man from professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> You can get a cameo from anybody. I mean, you can get a cameo from a dog. Wow. Nanook Star and Rain, these two Huskies who live in Australia, for 44 New Zealand dollars, you can get a cameo from three dogs. Oh, and you know they're just sending you B-roll. Like, they're not even sending you a... Oh, no, these dogs are just sitting here panting. Like, there's nothing going on here. But they, you know, they're they're cute. They're dogs. Oh, my God. I kind of want to... <laughs> All right, who would you rather have? Would you rather have a cameo from LeVar Ball or uh, someone from your favorite reality TV show? <laughs> Ugh, neither. Again, I, I don't want a cameo. I really don't. <laughs> I can't emphasize this enough. Well, you thought you didn't want to switch either. Look what, that, <laughs> look what happened. <laughs> oh, God. If you get me a cameo, uh, I'm going uh, to just shake my head and go, you wasted your money. Oh, for sure, it's a waste of money. That's but that's the fun part about giving gifts, right? I guess waste your money. Wow, giving there's also joy. some. There's also some very interesting other. I mean, wow, why would you want a cameo from this guy who very clearly is in adult films? Who is it? I don't know. This guy named Angel Cruz, but again, I have no idea who this is. But I'm just going through the list, and he's very naked on here. Oh, okay. So Fair yeah, enough. Um, look, man. You know, you get out there, you take out your camera, you do a quick video. You're good. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, <laughs> two th- 
two things I wanted to actually bring up. One, I got a gift from my mom uh, this weekend. I was over in, in the Burbs, not to celebrate Christmas, but my uncle's birthday falls on Christmas Eve. So I end up celebrating that every year. And my mom got me a gift kind of out of the blue. She saw it on Shark Tank. And it's called the Banana Loca. And I guess this is something that both Mark Cuban and Mr. Wonderful jumped in on to fund. And not going to lie, I don't don't really get it. But I tried it. Didn't really follow the instructions very well. But I guess at the end of the day, it kind of worked out anyway, (laughs) as it was supposed to. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead. I, f- I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it, and my question is why? <laughs> why what? Which 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 why? part do you want to you want to like go by all of this thing? Like, well, I, I, I elaborate I on your why. I, I didn't know this was like a request that this was a thing no. that people wanted to do. <laughs> no, like this who's is definitively idea? this is definitively a solution looking for a problem. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, what if we did this to a banana? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm watching. Oh my god, this video! It's very. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. Go say it. Say it. Say what you're. Thinking. I mean, it's just interesting. Like, why? Who? I didn't know that this was ever a need. No, no, it wasn't. It's as much of a need as like. <laughs> I, I love as... the fact that your mom got you this. This is what a great gift. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great gift. I was it's like, exactly... surely she's like, well, if you're not going to use it, I'm not going to. I'm like, what? Return it? We got what? Fifteen dollars back? She's like, no, it's thirty dollars. I was like, thirty bucks for this <laughs> this is what an awesome gift your your mother right, so needs let's, a, let's needs expl- round of explain it why don't you, why you want don't me you to explain, explain this it. okay yeah, you I should explain the, it should i send you the video first to make sure that this is what it is yeah i've probably watched it when i was figuring out how to use it because the box the instructions in the box were horrendous. is it this woman who's basically dressed like a banana oh i, I mean she's send she's me, got send like me a, the video she's got a yellow shirt on she's kind of dressed like a banana like you, as soon as they say video, cut, right? She gonna... she goes to the back and smokes like a like a menthol cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, this is exactly yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, like, like as soon yeah, as they, I had as soon to as they watch say this, cut, I had to watch yeah. this video to know how the hell to use this. Okay, thing. so the the banana loca, the crazy banana, <laughs> is yep. apparently. So to explain the device, it looks a bit like <sighs> banana. Like a, like a, no 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 like the actual device that it is right it's kind of this thing that you slide the banana into it's almost like a it's almost yeah. like a the banana fits in like its own bobsled <laughs> yeah. right okay yeah and so what you do is you cut off the tip of the banana so you leave the stem the part that's that will be connected to the tree you leave alone you cut off the very tip you put this thing in this little bobsled and there's a hole at the other end of the bobsled and so after that you basically put this almost like a like a lobotomy or a, or some type of probe <laughs> into yeah. the banana, which yeah, is funny decoring. that the probe's not. Yes, like you're pulling out the inside of the banana. I'm surprised that it's not curved to get into the banana a little bit deeper. Yeah, that part's right? a little strange. Like right? you're not, you're not kinda, going. You're all gonna hit a wall. Yeah, you're not going yep. all the way through. And yeah, but not every banana. Not every banana is curved the same way. You know, some no. are like curved one way versus the other. Yeah. So like the thing, the weird thing is, is that you kind of. Like after you kind of stick this probe in, you then have like another thing that fits in the back of your probe that sort of like gets out this line of banana. Yeah, you gotta like you put your finger on and use the pressure to basically yeah yeah 
And yeah, so what you're left decor with, of the banana. Yeah. yeah. And so what you're left gross. with. The grossest yeah. part of this video is when she pushes the core of the banana like this slimy snake. It is. It's very gross. It looks like a snail, like a slimy snake. It's really, it's unappetizing. Yeah. So, but then that's not all, folks. Not now. You've got a big now. You've got a big probe hole in your banana, and I'm assuming by now you've kind of figured out that what you do is you're now going to fill it with something else. Yep. And so that something else, according to this video, is anything from Nutella or peanut butter or jams and spreads. No, um, it's jam. See. Honey, banana. honey, right? Honey. Could you imagine yogurt. putting honey in this thing? No. Marshmallow. That's a how lot of sh- honey. How do you put a marshmallow inside of this thing? Fluff. Yeah, okay. Fluff. Fluff. You crazy? Come yeah, on. so what she does is she then puts there's an inside of this other contraption, you now put the bobsled kind of kind of away, and now you've got sort of this this press. So you mm-hmm. put a scoop of a scoop of something in here, so whether it's Nutella or peanut butter or jam, and then you then kind of press this down and then you shoot it into the now vacated hole of the banana. I don't like the uh, the phrasing, I don't like. Yeah, so now you slide the banana back in, and you sort of you push down, and you shoot the goodness into the banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and then you could eat the banana like normal, but filled with stuff. Yeah, it's filled with your favorite uh, with your favorite treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, fill your cucumber with. So this isn't only for bananas, apparently. This is also for oh, things like no, no, cucumbers. no, no, no. That, yeah, yeah. You... So fill your cucumber with cottage cheese. That's a video that's on here. Oh, that I don't like. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so and it's I can see like second. building a cucumber with like peanut butter that could probably work. It's a it's a ten second video, but I'm assuming you can do this with any long, any yeah. horrible fruit, right? Well, my gra- my grandmother asked this. She's like, "Well, what else can you fill?" She hates bananas. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, any any like cylindrical thing." I was like, yeah. "Like a hot dog." <laughs> Yeah, you could fill a hot dog with cheese, right? That's a thing. I was like, you'd have like those... a Nutella. You could have like a Nutella filled hot dog. Yeah, or uh, what other what other things? Which sounds long... offensive. Although, if you had a hot right? dog and you fi- if you had a hot dog and you you filled it with like a mustard, that's actually probably I, I believe that decent. a hot dog filled with cheese is called a Kransky. I believe I'm throwing that mm. out there. I think it's called a does, Kransky does dog. Kransky, you know, was that with I a K or a C? Yeah, it is. It's a Kransky hot dog. I think Kransky kielbasa. No, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, here we go. Yeah, cheese Kransky sausages. You fill it with, you fill a hot dog with uh, with cheese or a kielbasa with cheese. Hmm. It's kind of a New Zealand thing. It's a little gross. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. There you not go. That. You can fill any cylindrical object with something. And so I'd I got argue this it's, thing. A, it's a good way to probably get a catheter in, in a pinch. Oh. <laughs> No, it isn't. I just need <laughs> I just need people to understand that we're talking about a tube that's like three. Oh God, it's got what it's like a centimeter and a half, two centimeters wide in circumference. So no, absolutely not. No, how dare you? I'm in Big pain. Catheter. I'm crossing. I'm crossing my legs. I'm clenching. I don't Big like catheter. this. Yeah. Oof. Just anything with the urethra. Oof. You fill, oh, you fill can you the, fill this with churros? Ooh, like if you had a you churro. Fi- you mean, can you fill a churro? Yeah, this way. I don't see why not. Right? Yeah. See? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I changing your mind on the banana loca? Yeah. I get. Where am I going to get the... I guess I got to get churros, though. Yeah. Get unfilled churros, but you can get them for cheaper. Then you can fill them with matcha. Matcha churro. 
Oh, you're saying like, oh, you know what? You're onto something because I've made yeah. a matcha ganache before, so I can just oh, make a matcha look at ganache, this. and I can just fill things with matcha Ooh, ganache. This, this tube is bigger than I thought it was. I'm watching another video. Yikes! Yeah, you want to you want to take back <laughs> what you were saying before? I do. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it just made me cross my legs a little bit. Oh, <laughs> big tube. <laughs> so this thing got funded on Shark Tank. My mom thought, hey, you know who'd want this? Jason would want this. <laughs> Jason and... loves filling fruit with with junk. <laughs> that's what i'll say on my tombstone yeah. we loved filling fruit with junk yeah <laughs> oh god all the and women I tried who are it. demoing this video all look like they live in the same house <laughs> they make it look really easy and i assure you it's they not could easy. not have printed worse instructions it's yeah. not difficult but it's just like the way they lay it out with the pieces is complicated, and I'll, and maybe I'm a moron, but Cle- cleaning this thing looks painful. Looks like a lot. It of is. Work it's a struggle. Now, it, yeah. stuff just kind of slid right off of it, so it wasn't like it was that bad. And they right. give you like this kind of brush thing to go inside the cylindrical bits. Um, but yeah, we tried it. It was good. To your point, it doesn't. I mean, at the end of the day, it fill. It tastes like the thing that you'd expect, but yes. I don't know what the need is here and the effort yeah. just to cleaning the thing is probably more annoying because at the end of it, right? Like I ate, I mean, what do you got? Like four bites into this banana and then you just and have a straight like, banana, yeah, which yeah, at that yeah, point I just took a spoon. I was like, look at this, everybody. I <laughs> took a spoon, I put it in the Nutella and then I just used the banana and was just like swiping it on the Nutella and eating it like that. I'm like, that was yeah. way easier. And I don't, and I only have one spoon to clean. I can't this believe they funded this on Shark this is, Tank. Yeah. I'm so surprised because this is one of those things where you're just like, why do I need to do this? Like, I don't think there's a kid at home who's like, oh my God, mom, I want peanut butter and banana, but I want you to put the peanut butter inside of the banana. And you're like, I can't do that. And he's like, you're a failure mom. And so then you well, want to buy this? Like, that's what like, they were like, saying. They yeah. were, I guess they were saying it was a good thing for her kids' snacks. Like the kids could eat it with one hand, but I don't see how this is easier. I than... mean, what are your kids doing with the other hand? Like, what do they need this type of dexterity for? I mean, you know, these kids and their Minecrafts, right? No, they're playing Fortnite with one hand and eating a, a peanut butter filled. Like, just imagine yeah. your mom bringing this to you on a plate as a kid. Uh-huh. Like, here's yeah. your banana. You're just like, ooh, it's, a, it's my banana. Oh, this one is open. Does Now, does the banana split like within it? No. Because I'm walking at this video. No. Or is it pretty clean? Because she split this banana. <laughs> Oh, so someone messed it up? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. no, it, it's pretty clean. It went there right through. I'm, but again, it, it depends on where you get that, where you probe it, like how you get that probe angled. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad you your mom to get, got this like, for you. you. You need straight, you need straight bananas. Okay, but now this, this woman, woman looks, this woman looks crazy. In this this video, video that I'm like, sending you right has a straighter banana, but okay, she like this burst is, the banana. This is a review, so she's trying it out. She's trying to figure it out. Yeah. And she's clearly very, she's very cautious here. Now, what yeah. is she filling this up with? Peanut butter? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Okay. And that's why I figured peanut butter would be harder than the than the more, the I less viscous where... Oh, so spreads, she fucked right? this up because like from the jump, she came too low on it. Look, the, uh, the, the nozzle is like touching the bottom. Yeah, she split the banana. So watch, first of all, she does something that's pretty gross where she licks the end of the banana. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know how yeah. I feel about this. Yeah. yeah. And gonna, then, but, but just... Look at when she un- look at when she peels it. Then it's like she split the banana. 
Like she yeah, didn't do because, this right. Yeah, because the way the probe went in, she went right down the bottom. And this is crazy because she actually has a pretty straight banana. Yeah, she messed this up. So bad review. Yeah, so she's just gonna pull out and there's gonna be peanut butter everywhere. Yeah, I know peanut exactly butter all down the side already. of the banana. Yeah, yeah, it's all. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she over. Oh my god. Just, has this woman <laughs> never peeled a banana before. <laughs> She literally was feeling this thing and it just flopped out. Like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. So, look, she's trying to show you, like, here's my probe now and here's Two the banana. Chick. She is undervaluing herself. Oh, she's got merch. <laughs> so, yeah. Unreal. Anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, that's cool. I mean, she looks. it looks like she does all of these kind of seen on TV yeah. reviews yeah right? they got a they they definitely are like oh my god is she still trying to do this thing this is upsetting to watch and oh she's doing it with a hot dog too oh look at that there you go she's she's doing it with a hot dog this is no thank you oh she's doing it with a pretzel oh she's that's going through one. she's she's spending 17 minutes reviewing this thing 17 oh now she's filling a, a donut of sorts she's just trying all sorts of stuff she's going crazy oh she's like doing a jelly donut all right oh wow i'm impressed by the jelly donut oh, okay yeah. fair enough fair enough there's a lot of stuff you could do with this thing you there know you what go. you're selling me two yeah, cent the, chick the, the, the jelly donut's a good one that's a good, like a, the the actual filling stuff that you would normally fill with like a is it a pipette is that the word like a like a pastry know, pipe like the little bag that you roll up and you have a little metal tip to it and you like squeeze out filling and icing. Like this is a pretty good way of doing that. But like if you're trying to sell this on like, hey, you can fill a banana with crap. Like I don't necessarily know if I want to do that. I hate the thing that comes out of the middle. And it's even worse it's when she's doing it with this hot dog. It's awful. Yeah, it's, gross. it's gross. Like this is the gr- it's the nastiest thing. Like I didn't need to see that. Like this is this is not safe for work. Yeah. A lot of this stuff. Oh, and I also don't need to see these licks that she's doing in between. Like, yeah. But here we are. So anyway, will I ever use this thing? I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't even have bananas in my house. So it's but not that I never have. you've used it once have, already. But you've already used, used it, once. it once. Yeah. So now yeah. you can't return it. No, probably not. But I'll, I'll report back if I start filling some shit. And uh, maybe I will. Who knows? And the other thing I want to talk about is uh you know right before we started you were playing a playing a little bit of uh you were partaking in a in a old jewish lady tradition of playing some mahjong <laughs> how did that go it was good it's good it's hard i had to remember how to play because there's a lot of cards and things to look up but it was good play with cards is tiles well right? tiles you get tiles but there's cards where it tells you like what the what the matches and things for your tiles are like how you're supposed mm-hmm. to combine them all together it just you have to remember so Got but it. it's good it's good fun yeah you guys play for cash? Play for hard hard cash? No. Okay. No. Play for play for my, fun. Uh, okay. My grandmother always talks about it and how, you know, whenever she plays with her uh with her group, there's always like it's always five dollars. Five dollars everybody puts in. Play for hard cash. Oh, and they play five dollars the whole time. Like five dollars takes you the whole game. Yeah. But just like okay. anything else with Mahjong, I don't understand it. She was explaining to me the betting, and even that I didn't understand. She's like, if you lose all your money, you don't – she's like, you could still win it back even if you don't have any money to bet. I was like, I don't understand that, but that's okay. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yep, sure is. But I guess it's just a friendly it's a friendly Mahjong game. There's five bucks on the line. So yeah, cool. That is what it is. And every time she's tried to teach me, my eyes just kind of like glaze over, and it's too much. I can't. I can't do it. It's too complicated. 
but yeah, are you guys? So are you going to play Canasta with your family after no uh, after this Canasta. call? That's <laughs> I have no idea what Canasta is. It's oh, okay. It's, it like, might, it's like rummy. It's like rummy. It's game. like it's mahjong adjacent in the uh, old Jewish woman community. Wow. Do you know what the mm-hmm. origin, the country of origin for Canasta is? No. Uruguay. Oh. I would have never guessed that. No, me neither. Huh. There you Very go. interesting. Yeah. So, so there you go. Very cool. Well, look, we don't. I don't have any new stuff to talk about. I don't want to talk about the world because right now the world is in peril. So let's just be a, a ray of light, and we'll just stick well, to talking about the bananas the and the in, weird shit. The, the world's in the place it's been for like the last like eighteen months, almost two exactly. years. Exactly. You're right. So. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Although I will so, tell you, I will tell mm-hmm. you quickly. Alice listened to the first episode of this podcast this podcast that was born during the pandemic basically yeah right? this specific podcast has lived and died or lived <laughs> has died yet has lived through the pandemic it started two months before the pandemic and we've been doing it ever since yep she listened to that first episode and she had one conclusion which was you probably definitely had covid <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> she was listening to it she goes uh, like has he listened to this like the things you were saying <laughs> Are all of the symptoms of COVID? <laughs> I never lost my sense of taste or smell, but yeah, everything else for sure. Yeah, as I said, so I you have bronchitis, probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you had bronchitis, so you probably—that's well, what I was told. That's what I was. Told. Yeah. So I think you had because uh, you were like, "Oh man, I feel really awful. I need to go to the. I need to go to the doctor." Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we uh, we think you had uh, COVID, and the way we were talking about it was maybe a little laissez-faire compared to uh, what we should have been talking to it about. So. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to know? We're not doctors. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what you expect from us. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, We're just jump right into media therapy here. And a little bit of foreshadowing here, because we're going to talk about this movie that she's in. But here we go. Who's older? Carrie Ann Moss or Paul Giamatti? It's tough. Yes, it is. Tough, because I feel they're exactly the same age, if I had to guess. Always an option. My guess would be they are dead on the same age, but they're not. They are. They're very close. They're Mm -hmm. very close. I'm going to (sighs) say she is two months older than Paul Giamatti. That's my guess. Oh man, I I was so ready for you to nail this. She is two months younger oh! than Paul Giamatti. Oh, <laughs> oh, two months younger. Yeah, oh. Paul Giamatti, June. Carrie on Moss, Carrie and Moss, August. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, <laughs> that one stings because I thought I had it. I thought I nailed you were, it. You were really, really close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they're the same age. They're basically the same age. Yeah, yeah same age. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough pretty one. Now, Keanu Reeves. I'm going to just guess that Keanu Reeves is older. <laughs> because he just, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's way yeah. older. He's like he's 60. Way older, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Because I would argue that he looks younger than both of them. Oh, no, he's not. So Keanu Reeves is 57. So he's he's three years old. still, he's 57. Like, Keanu Reeves looks like he's 40 still. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah, he looks he looks great. Yeah. He looks great. So what's interesting is that in the in the Matrix, he actually looks older 
when he has his long hair all grown out because you see like the gray because yeah. you see him in this in this movie with his shaved head yeah you know in the no real world hair. yeah and he he all looks identical he looks identical yeah to how he did in you know whatever that, in 99 or whatever the hell that's what to say in 1999 when this when he started this yeah um so I yeah. guess we're talking well, about this Matrix movie, huh? You really well, want to talk, talk about, about this? Let's talk about that later because I want to talk spoilers, and okay. so we'll save that for later. Uh, but why don't we start? You got you want to talk about Old Henry? I do want to talk about Old Henry. So, okay. do you know anything know about is. Old Henry? Look it up right now. Uh, it's a western. It is a western. Okay, can tell by the post. This is the first movie I've watched that has no women in it, and like None. ever, none. Wow, There's not a single woman in this movie. Hmm. There's there's talk of a, a wife from before. People love it. 94%. It's all dudes. It's all dudes in this movie. And it's all white dudes. And I'll tell you what, this movie is great. Oh, okay. It's a really well done movie. I don't want to spoil the movie. There's a bit of a twist at the end of the movie. But They're if all you want to if if you're a fan of westerns and you just want to sit down, it's an hour and a half. So of course for me, I love it. Yeah, that's a good hour, that's maybe a plus. Hour, yeah. Hour and a half. Definitely you're in your out. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a story of basically this this guy and his son who live on a farm, and they're kind of doing their farm things like you do. And comes a next comes a horse. A horse comes pretty much walking up to their farm with blood on the saddle. And so obviously it's like, well, there's there's a man here. There's a man who used to be on this horse. Let's go find him. And that's what it starts. So yeah, it's a it's a there's a twist at the end. There's some pretty cool shootouts. It all takes place kind of much in this house where these guys are. Um, yeah, I highly recommend that you watch it. I think it's a good Western movie. If you're in the mood for a Western, first you're going to watch. Um, oh, how do I not remember the name of this movie that I've already watched like four times? <laughs> oh, the I'm like um, blinking on the name of this. Yeah, the one with totally Idris Elba, blank. Right? The harder they fall, the harder they That's fall. That's the one. Came back to me. Mm-hmm. The harder they fall. If you're a fan of that movie, I'd I'd recommend, you know, go watch Old Henry. It's an hour and a half. Watch it. I haven't watched Power of the Dog yet. That's the other Western I want to watch. Um like deep into Westerns for sure, huh? I am. I'm a big fan. I mean, the harder they fall, that movie is ex it's 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 amazing. It is spectacular. You still have not watched this movie. I highly recommend if you've watched any movie this year, just for the fun factor, watch The Harder They Fall. That's my movie of the year. I enjoyed it immensely. Wow. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. Old Henry. Got it. No women. Horse. No women. Dudes. Yes. Check it out. Horses and dudes. No women. Horses and dudes. Put it in the box. Yeah. All right. Then we both saw Don't Look Up. Yes. Your thoughts. I'm really surprised how many people like don't get this movie. Don't get it? Like, this movie doesn't have great reviews. And people are specifically oh. like... Yeah, like, it's weird. It's a very I, weird... And again, is this like one of those like liberals trying to tell me what to do things? The way people don't like this movie? Cause I mean, the I reviewers lo- are a bunch of liberals, but... I personally thought it was funny. And it's, it's mm-hmm. like in your face, over the top funny. I personally enjoyed it. There's some parts of it where you're like, well, that's dumb. But I mean, the minute this thing started, I was like, oh, so we're making an Adam McKay comedy movie that's fun that's obviously talking about a very serious topic of the end of the world basically but the fact that people were like 
oh, this is, you know, this is too much. You know, they're throwing it in our face that this is how, you know, this it's it's got heavy idiocracy vibes on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just found it fun to watch. Like I can I can take myself out of out of the fact that oh is it it's being real you know the cynicism of you know Amer- of us being real stupid and this is the media and you know this is what's gonna happen. I'm like, but can you also just laugh at the fact of like how ridiculous this is? Yeah, and people yeah, so seem my, to really dislike this movie. It's weird. Yeah, my take on it is that it was a little bit too long. I thought it definitely it could have been. A, I agree. It, with you it could have been shorter because it definitely drags at times. Like this would have yes. been a if this movie was an hour and a half. It would have been amazing. I think they could have trimmed a lot of the fat. Um, my thoughts overall is that it was good, not great. My my biggest problem was like how in your face ex- explicit it was in what it was trying to say. And maybe it was supposed to be. And maybe that's the point. But it it had no subtlety whatsoever. No, no. And maybe that was the point. And look, um, but I, overall, I, I, wanna, I was just like, yeah. yeah, I get it. And then at that point, because of how accurate it was to everything, because I'm like, yeah, this is a hundred percent. There was only one part of the movie that I was like, this wouldn't happen, and that was. Um, I, I might spoil this movie a little bit, but go watch it. It's on Netflix. Well, well right? hold on. Like, I, I want to read some of these reviews of why people, and this is why I personally find like this is this is why like we can we can be serious about climate change, and this isn't even really a climate change movie, which is the real frustrating part. Reading some of these reviews because it's not. Mm-hmm. But they're basically saying everyone's like, well, you're now making fun of you know that you know we're not taking this seriously and that we should be laughing at it. So here you go. I'll read some of these reviews. Nobody likes to be hit over the head with anything. The first hour was promising, but it quickly became repetitive and verbose. Don't Look Up is not nearly as shrewd nor as smart as it obviously thinks it is. Next review. Don't Look Up is a is a, brunt, is a blunt instrument in lieu of a sharp razor. And while McKay may believe that we're long past subtlety, it doesn't mean that one man's wake-up sheep will howl into the, into the abyss is funny, insightful, or even watchable. Um, this isn't... This isn't just a noble failure. It's a flat-out bad film, an attempt to address a very real planetary crisis in the simplest and most misguided forms. Uh, the film raises... So it's just this type of stuff that it's like... Yeah. Which like, is wild, because that just it's shows weird. they don't get it. They, they don't, don't get it. it. Like, how do you, kind it's of so a, obvious. Yes. That's the it's so obvious part. that it's like, this is not about one particular issue. It's literally about how we respond to everything. Yes. Yes, and that's the problem is that the response to the movie that's talking about the response of everything is this. And it's like, of course yeah. it is. And it's yeah. like, well, Hollywood thinks this about us and thinks that we're too dumb to understand. It's like, no, no. Like, I think we all understand that like this is all going, just no one wants to do anything about it. And it's just funny yeah. watching that happen in real time in a movie. So I enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, is it is it a movie? Is the best movie I've seen? No. It Was it enjoyable no. to watch for two hours? Yes. Yeah, I, I just like I said, I just wish it was a little tighter. I thought um, the only thing that was really unbelievable was at spoiler the based alert. on where we currently are. Spoiler alert is at the end when you have like these two sides of the look up and don't look up camps. Yes. And eventually there is a turn from the people who do eventually look up from the don't look up camp. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. They would still find another excuse to stick with that camp. (laughs) They wouldn't. They wouldn't be getting pissed off at their team. 
that was the one point where I was like, no, that's a little too hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. It's- everything else that you nailed, that part was um, was a little bit off off base. But man, it was it was depressingly accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is the fact that, you know, the, the, the media seems to not understand that they are like they are enemy number one as far as how some of these things are being portrayed. It is on them. It doesn't matter. I don't really care which side you're on. The way that the media handles some of these things is horrific on all sides. Yeah. yeah so but that's even the kind way, of, yeah. Like from the jump when you had these these little beats in there, they really covered a lot. Um like just just the whole point of being on that show and they they kind of play up this this breakup thing and you're just like why the hell is this a part of this movie and you realize oh that's because people give more of a shit about this red herring than the actual plot <laughs> which is yeah. kind of genius which is great in in how he like set up all the pieces um yeah overall Really enjoyed it. I don't understand how Timothy Chalamet is getting in everything. He is. That dude just pops up all over the place it, and good it's, it's for his him. Name. But that dude, that dude is working. It's his name. He's got a very fancy name for a kid that grew up in New York. <laughs> he has one, two, three, four, five, six credits. Uh, sorry, one, two, three, four. He's got five credits for 2020. Him, him or Tom Holland. If you were to put them in a room, fight each other. Who's winning? Mm. Oh, Tom Holland's um, the bigger star right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would say but that Timothy, <laughs> that's how his name is spelled. I don't Timothy. know what it is, but why is it that Timothy Chalamet seems to have a sex appeal that Tom Holland doesn't have? And I don't know where it comes from. It's the Can fact you explain that it? Tom Holland's jaw is it his chin? Who's He's got who's a very older? defined chin? Who's older, Timothy or Tom Holland? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Timothy it's is Timothy. 26. It's Timothy. Tim- Timothy. But there's, there's an E with an accent over it. It's I Timothy. don't care. I don't care. Your name's <laughs> Tim. Tim. Timmy. Timmy. Sh- <laughs> Timmy. Timmy Shells. Timmy Shells <laughs> versus Tommy Halls. Yeah. Timothy. Uh, Tom Holland, 25. So they're one year apart. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think Timothy you want to size them has- up. He's got more Let's of a see, model yeah. angle to his face, and his, he's got better yeah. hair. That's true. He's got if you much want to size him hair. up. Let's see. Here we go. Tom Holland. What both the tiny hell? Little, both tiny little humans, aren't they? Okay. Tom yeah. Holland is five eight. Timothy is apparently it's five ten. Yeah, a little taller. Think, Tom I Holland think, just uh, looks like an English guy. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at him, he just looks like an English. Bloke. I mean, if they're in a room together, yeah, I feel like Timothy Chalamet is gonna like whoop this dude's ass, and I just feel like it's because <laughs> he's just has that kind of demeanor. I don't know. I see their presence, like Tom Holland's like a kid. Like I see Tom Holland as Spider Man. Like he's just gonna be talking shit the whole time, and then old Timmy's just gonna be coming in with what's, like, these. What's hooks. random like, is that I you type in both these guys' names and Zendaya pops up on. Both of there because she's working just as much as they are. She's in both their movies. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, very. Just, um, a... I mean, they they will be in a movie together eventually, right? They have to be. Absolutely, they're going to be in like that. Uh, what's the movie that had a uh, Army Hammer and what's his name? That movie, and Zendaya will be the woman in the middle. 
what is it? The Man from Uncle? That movie? Oh, oh my God. If they made another right? Man from Uncle movie, right? I'll be They're so going to remake it with these two dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right? That. Why wouldn't you? Right? Or they would do like the This Means War. They'd remake that. <clears throat> I mean, granted, that movie came out like 10 years ago or maybe less, where uh, Tom Hardy and Chris Pine fought over. Who was it that they fought over? Somebody. Who was the girl from uh, Legally Blonde? Reese Witherspoon. Her. That's the one. That's the movie. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad movie. <laughs> not a yeah. bad movie. Yeah, looking at the images, Timothy is Timothy is a more uh, he's a more he's more classically attractive, and it's the hair. He's got great hair. This kid just mocked. looks like a child. He does, and Timothy looks like a child who's becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> The way the, I don't like the way you said that. We should move on. I, I also don't know if I also don't know if Tom Holland can grow facial hair. Timothy's struggling growing oh, some facial hair. It's, it's, all, Tom it's Holland, awfully, Did you did you yeah. see this new Uncharted trailer? No. It's literally the same trailer, and then they just That's spoil they the last set piece in the movie, which actually looks very cool. But I did not need it spoiled. Are they doing and Are they doing the flooding scene in the from second movie? two? Yeah, are they going to do something similar? I don't think so. They seem like they're doing kind of a greatest hits, and that's not one of them. Neither is the train, as far as That's not one of their greatest hits? They seem, they're like, they're recreating the scene from three, where he's fallen out of the the cargo jet. Yeah. And then they have this new set piece with some flying pirate ships, which actually looks really cool. God, even in this movie, he looks like a baby. (laughs) <laughs> you just can't he doesn't look like nathan even a young nathan drake he doesn't oh, he looks like and a they child. do have uh they got mark Wahlberg in a mustache at the end which you know <laughs> is just going to be the last scene of the movie yeah. like a post credit scene it's like oh they did the thing i don't know why this movie exists and i don't yeah, know why, I don't know it, why it, it exists I, I don't know why it exists in this form but i mean you get to see antonio banderas that's true he's always he's always he's good. Al- he always he always shows up when was he a villain last? But yeah, I'd argue that I'd much rather see Timothy in this movie than Tom Holland. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Tom Holland's got that kind of charisma, like that fast talking. Well, he's also charisma. a bigger like, star. In a way, he's a bigger star for this cat for this audience. Timothy sure. is going to be doing Dune movies, and he's going to be doing real acting, right? Even though the movies are are either whatever. He's going to become. Dune yet? I've not watched Dune. It's on my list. Um, he, he Timothy is going to go the way of, of when you Joaquin watch Dune Phoenix and some of those guys, right? He's go, he's going that path where he maybe shows up and's quirky in a movie, but then he's like doing real serious roles too. Tom Holland is going to be Spider Man for the rest of his life. <laughs> when you when you watch Dune, can you do me a favor and keep like a stopwatch handy and keep count of how long Rebecca Ferguson is crying during the movie? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll come back with the report. Because it's a lot. I don't know if someone has already done this. How long does Rebecca Ferguson, I can't spell this, Ferguson cry in I also Dune. feel like Tom Holland's not big enough to be Nathan Drake. Maybe that's well, what it is. Maybe, he's maybe, maybe they, young, needed to uh, give him, they needed to give him a couple more steroids. Because they, they definitely, get, he's got a dancer's body. He needs to start looking like The Rock a little bit. Right, like he's got to bulk up a bit. Like he's a he's a real Tom skinny Holland? looking he, kid. He yeah. definitely he definitely bulked up a bit in this new Spider Man movie. He's built for Spider Man. 
which in Spider-Man is always... you see him in a mirror, like, you know. well, one, he he's clearly outgrown the believability factor that he's a, a, a senior a high in high school. school. Yeah. yeah. He's a little too old. He's, he's, he's in college, right? He's on the Spider-Man every, he's still, Spider-Man every he's go still to not as, It's still not as bad as Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man <laughs> 1. <laughs> that is a man. That is a grown-ass man. Yeah. Oh, so uh, it looks like it looks like Spider Man did go to college. I typed this in. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes to college. I'm pretty sure that was part of the '90s cartoon. Yeah, I think he he's, was in he's college most major. of the '90s cartoon. Yeah, he joined a fictional Empire State University in New York on a scholarship. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm hoping go. that. I was thinking about this. There's no spoilers for Spider Man, of course. Bigger but... star long term, Timothy. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, because yeah. that guy's going to be. He's, yeah, he he's going to win an Oscar before he's going to uh, show up as somebody, right? He's going to play the role of somebody in history and kill it. Who do you Who do you want it to play? I don't know any random white guy with beautiful hair. Any of them. Andrew Andrew Jackson. Sure, pick. I mean, he looks. Yeah, Andrew Jackson. The Andrew Jackson biography. A hundred percent. He'd kill it. Really, really disturbing. But I could see him nailing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, directed by Greta Gerwig. She could do it. She could do it. Make it happen. Sure. But you think we'll ever see like a black cat in a live action Spider-Man movie? A who? Black cat. Who's black cat? Oh, it's like, uh, that was like one of the characters in uh, Spider-Man. Didn't know. Oh, uh, so it's like kind of like Catwoman, but for Spider-Man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I thought she it was up. Gwen Stacy, right? Gwen Stacy's the one running around doing stuff. No, she's Spider Gwen. That's like a newer thing. Black Cat's <laughs> been around for a lot longer. I remember from the '90s cartoons. Maybe I'm looking at these images, and I like we're not going to make Catwoman like this anymore, right? Like, there's a it's a little too much misogynistic sex appeal, right? You gotta you gotta make this look a little different. Yeah, I guess. But she was also like the whole intent was she was very like flirtatious. What's yeah, but again, like that's we can't we can't be doing that stuff to that level anymore. You got to treat that a little differently. Why not? You can't we, you can't have someone we, flirt, flirt with somebody and uh, and throw them off their game because we we we've evolved where you can't be dressed like some of these images. Well, Maybe, no, yeah. you have to modernize the suit. Yeah, you got to modernize it, and you can't do black the Black Widow thing because I'd argue Black Widow got a raw deal in all those Marvel mm. movies. The way that they the way they treated her in that second Avengers movie is criminal. <laughs> Oh, it's it's wild. It's criminal. Everybody, it's the way the way he treated everybody. I mean, the way that um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was dressed in that movie was nuts. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. It made me feel like, wait a minute, what are we doing? I mean, there's a reason that dude's not directing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get his misogynistic ass out of here. They, We're not they doing that him. anymore. They yeah, called they him. They let him go. They uh, yeah. Speaking of Marvel, actually, slight detour here. For to write this down, uh, Hawkeye. Did you watch it? I have not watched Hawkeye. No. Fair enough. I finished it. Sorry. Disappointed. I enjoyed it. Right? I liked it. Okay, you enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked no, disappointed that I didn't watch it. And it, look, some of these things, all disclaimer, I'm, I'm aware of what happens in these movies, so I, I'm not True. inclined to go rush out and watch them. I get um, it. But what I have seen looked really great. Yeah. It was enjoyable. And I thought, I'd say as far as all the series go, it was probably the best start to finish. Most consistent. Okay. Six Again, episodes, right? It's only yeah. Six. Ending, ending a little bit rushed, but... I didn't. I wasn't upset by it. It seemed like they weren't necessarily constrained. They told their story and they did the thing, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, and I hope that 
Haley Steinfeld is in every Marvel movie gone forward. <laughs> so, you know, that's my wish. Yeah, All right. Cool. Um, let's talk about the matrix and I got to start by asking you this question. Why do you think this movie was made? <sighs> Why? Why? Um, now were people asking for a sequel no this is what i don't know right because look my general feeling was after the second matrix movie we were done right like the first matrix to me and i'm gonna say this was a total fluke Hmm. like i think that came at the right time with the right people and blew up have you watched the first matrix again yeah, Within the excellent. last like two, three years, it's good, right? But oh, it's great. I think yeah. I think it also speaks to a time where I mean, 1999, right? That's sort of the peak of the first version of the internet, like before the dot com, you know, crash and you know this new world we're in and what's all the all of these themes and about simulated reality. And Keanu Reeves was just kind of the perfect husk of a man to play this role, right? It is no disrespect to him. It's just, it's just, it, he did exactly what was needed for that, right? It's this whole, it blossomed this whole sort of cyberpunk, basically picking up off, picking up where things like Blade Runner kind of left off and where Terminator things kind of left off because we kind of went into a big lull for that stuff between the mid 90s until this thing came out. Like, kind of everyone was like, well, we're kind of making Terminator movies and we're making, you know, like computer stuff, but like what? And this whole thing blew that open, right? The CG in it at the time, you know, bullet time, the things we were doing in film, all sort of changed what you were seeing. It completely changed that genre of filmmaking. And then the second one came out, right? The second one was highly anticipated. I remember that because I believe the I was highest I, grossing, highest grossing R-rated movie at the time, and like the biggest opening box office. I remember then, this because I believe I watched this movie because I had just graduated from high school when this movie, like the day it came out, it's like the day I graduated from high school. I was like, we're going to go watch the Matrix movie. It was a giant hit, right? Giant hit because everyone's like, oh, wow, the, the second Matrix movie. And that movie's not any good. There's some cool set pieces there. Like the whole highway thing at the time was pretty cool. Yeah, it still, it still holds up, the highway. Series. It holds up, right? There's some, <laughs> yep. there's some weirdness in it. But, you know, I enjoyed it. And the third movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I hate that third movie. It's awful. It's <laughs> awful. It's terrible. <laughs> so I thought we were done. So they kind of they kind of announced this thing. Like like they kind of announced it in like towards the end of the year of 2019, I believe. I remember them talking about this in January of like 2020. And then the pandemic sure. happened. And everyone totally forgot about it. Because like we're not making movies anymore. I believe this is one of those things that got that got hit by the pandemic the hardest. Because I think they had just started filming like within a week or two of the pandemic happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. I think. Yeah, so I just don't. So this was made because right, Marvel superheroes and the Wachowski family wanted to, I guess, have a part in this. I don't know. I don't know why this was why this was a thing. I really don't. Um, Because the first one to me was totally dumb luck. It was kind of, it wasn't a giant budget. I don't think it was. It was kind of this cult classic at the time. And then we started trying to make a universe out of this. And 
I, I think that's why this got made because they're trying to make a universe. Well, they tried to make a universe out of the out of video the games right? series after the well, the first. Keep in mind, the first movie came out. To your point, I don't think they expected it to blow up. Sixty-three million was the budget for the first movie. Do you want to guess how much money it made? In the five hundred million. Yeah, four hundred sixty-six million. So yeah, that's that's totally now, unexpected when you spend so, sixty sixty-three million is not not cheap either though at the time, but. For example, yeah. this movie's budget was 190 million, right? We've come a long way in filmmaking. Yeah, so. and this thing's gonna this thing's is already floundering in the box yeah. office. It'll be lucky if it breaks even, but it, I don't even think it will. No. Um they so the first movie comes out, surprise hit, and then when the second and third movies get made, they get made together. So they release within six months of each other. But at the same yes. time, you had they, you, in order to truly understand everything that was going on, you had to play the game, enter the matrix, which was bad. Yeah. It looked great, but this was a game that came out and the button to shoot on Xbox was the black or white button, which was on the front of the controller. So it wasn't even the trigger. It was nuts. Um, controlled like ass, but looked gorgeous. It was basically like a big tech demo. And but that was vital stories to like, you want to know who Jada Pinkett Smith's character is? You got to play the game. Otherwise, you have no idea why she's there on the highway scene or what the whole point of her character is. Um, then you have the Animatrix as well, which yep, came out, which is like yep. nine episodes. And there were some cool ones in there. They actually had yeah. some interesting ideas. I'd say the Animatrix as a whole is way better than the second, than any other thing they did after the first Matrix. Um and then they even had, and then after those came out, so they did all that simultaneously trying to build out this universe, but it's supposed to be anchored by these two movies, which were bad. Reloaded has a lot of cool ideas, but man, yeah. that thing falls apart in the yes. last 30 minutes. Yes. And then you have, and then the third one, which is just a complete train wreck. So it's awful. at least in the second one, you have a couple of cool ideas and yes. things that stand out. That the highway thing is awesome. It's cool. The highway it's cool thing, to watch. even even the fight with all the Smiths in the park. Yes. Yeah, which does looks, not hold up. By the way, it looks it awful looks, now. It looks terrible, but the idea yeah. of it is still cool. It great. And it's still fun to watch. Yes. even if it's so ridiculous. Even if, even if everyone looks like they're Gumby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they try to one up that in the second one and the third one and just fails there's yeah. no i can't remember one interesting thing about the third one that is good it's just bad. it's funny because i always i always make fun of the rave and you Which always are the, the one who movie. points me out it's in the second movie it's, i don't remember yeah. anything about that third movie it's so bad yeah. i hate that movie yeah it's really stupid so you have so then and then everything kind of goes quiet every so often you have the the matrix online game the mmo and then there was another Matrix game that came out, The Path of Neo, which was actually pretty good. And at the end of it, there's actually they actually changed the ending of the trilogy because this game takes you through the the trilogy. And at the end of it, instead of the um, they you actually they stop it, and the Wachowskis show up and they talk to you, and they're kind of poking fun at their um, at the ending themselves, and they're like, okay, so. So we're going to change that ending and here's what's going to happen. And then you fight like this giant Smith monster thing. <laughs> but but that game was actually good. Um, that weird stuff aside. But it still, as a game, it was actually way better than Into the Matrix. And it was a really competent uh, third person beat em up game. Cool. So you have all that. But between that and now, I don't think 
anything's happened with the Matrix. No. And then you have this thing that's announced, and it comes out with one of the best trailers of a thing I've ever seen. Like, do you disagree? Like, how how good that trailer is as far as building hype for a thing? I, again, I was... Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up again because I'm trying to remember. Because I remember watching this. You're talking about the trailer that came out three months ago? Uh, the very first trailer that came out, it's that... I think cool it was song the, with the, yeah yeah. It didn't again. I was so I was so done with this <laughs> idea that sure, like you watch it and you go, okay, like we're gonna do this again, and maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna kind of reboot it, right? Like right. in a way, we're kind of trying to reboot this by Neo is out of the Matrix, right? Well, you're coming back to this thing. Yeah. How many how many years later? When did uh this come out? Okay, right? so you come back 18 years later. Yeah. You're coming back to this thing and you wonder why. Why are they doing this? Well, they probably have a pretty good idea. And then you see this movie. And the best thing I could say about this movie is that it serves as a I'm going to say decent epilogue to everything we've seen so far. And if this is the last thing we see, cool. It's better than Revolutions. Yes. It's better than Reloaded as a whole. <laughs> but with the with this caveat, with this caveat, as far as a story as a narrative that has a beginning, middle and end, it's better than Reloaded. As but where it falters is like this is I'd say across all of them is probably like the weirdest shot one there's so much strangeness like for a for a franchise that actually came up with all these awesome ways of shooting action sequences and the matrix itself didn't really have much action sequences in it but the ones that had they hit hard that's that's the and thing this one is shot me. so weird and they tried to They're... do some interesting stuff they tried to do some interesting stuff here like the whole thing with uh you know how they play with speed and one guy moving fast and things moving slow and all these other things. I was like, I could tell you were trying to do something interesting, but I'm more respecting the attempt than the execution. You, you know why I don't respect the attempt? Right? Because the Matrix, which is weird. This is why I really believe that the Wachowskis just got lucky. I really do. Because they've not evolved at all. Right? This movie is this. You could have released this movie in 2001. And it would look exactly the same. Yeah, that's probably. what bothers me about this. It's it's there's nothing with all the awesome. I mean, I always point to Inception, right? Mm-hmm. Like Inception to me was taking this kind of this you know this this mind this mind twisting reality bending of an idea that the Matrix started with, right? Because I would say the Matrix is the is the first to use visual effects in a way that bended reality. The whole thing was about him in this reality and basically being able to change the fabric of time, right? Of slowing bullets down and putting his hand up, like all those things that you remember in the first Matrix movie. You watch it and you're like, holy crap, that's nuts. Like slow motion, bullet time, dodging out of the way, putting your hand up and stopping bullets. And then he learns how to fly. Like that's, (laughs) you know, but like it was some of those ideas where it was like you're you're breaking reality because reality isn't real. And for me, Inception was a movie that took that and said, okay, we're going to do that, but actually, like, 
put good filmmaking behind it. Like actually <laughs> put it together by a by like a guy who really understands filmmaking. And this movie doesn't learn. I mean, it's been now. Think of all the movies where we've done this type of reality, weird warping and bending of things we do in visual effects and film. Right? There's there's hundreds of them at this point. I mean, the Marvel movies themselves do this extremely well. All of the Doctor Strange stuff and the Thanos stuff and different times and now even Spider-Man movies and multiverses, right? Like well, this is kind of a theme in filmmaking, specifically within science Hell, fiction. Just filmmaking. Spider-Man Two, just I the, mean, the stuff with yeah. Mysterio. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like it's all over. Like I don't think you have to look hard anymore, to be honest. Like no. most films, I would say, do a lot of this type of thing, where even if it's in flashbacks or dreams, where you kind of have these weird ways of taking a character in and out of their reality, and they can do it really cleverly. I mean, TV shows do this really well now, and this movie looks like it was filmed in 1999. So the ideas that made the Matrix so cool from a tech standpoint, because I would argue that's where most people, people didn't fall, they fell in love with the idea of this, right? Oh, you know, we're all in a simulation and the real world's, you know, we're in these machines. But if you figure out that in the real world isn't real, you can be Neo, you can be the one. That as a theme was way cooler than the actual movie come to find out. At the time, we'd never seen anything like this. So it was like, oh my God, this is nuts. But you'd think if you'd make a Matrix movie today, it would be all the stuff we've done the last 20 years and blowing our minds with, well, what happens when you really, you've got the tech now to really build out this world of bending fabric and time. And instead, it looks like it's it's filmed weird. The stutteriness of it, the part where she screams at the end and she goes into like different care, it just looks awful. Oh. It doesn't look good. Looks bad. Even the stuff with Neil Patrick Harris when he kind of I've learned your power, right? Like that's kind of the whole premise of kind of the weirdness of this thing. That whole thing looked didn't even look cool. It just looked dumb. It looked like poor filmmaking. It looked like something I would have seen in 1999. And I think yeah. that's what upsets me more about this because the Matrix, the story is kind of dumb, right? Like, it's not that cool now that we've seen so many movies that have similar cool stories like this. And that's where that that's where this completely lost me about, about an hour in. Because at first it was interesting, right? Neo was out of the Matrix. He's taken the blue pill. This is what his life might have been like. But then they go down this weird thing of some of these weird tropes where it's like, oh, we're you're a video game designer. And then it's like, and then it's like hinting at like, well, you know, they want us to make another sequel, but you know, it's just stuff like that that I'm just like, this movie sucks. This movie, if I could give it zero rating, I would. I hate this movie. I dislike it more. Wow. I, I dislike it more. Now you said, is it a better movie? I, I would say that's me being unfair. If I say that this is a that this is a better movie than Revolutions, because it's not, right? Or sorry, Revolutions is a worse movie than this. Yeah. So I agree there. But I don't I don't want to give it that credit because I want to give Revolutions the benefit of the doubt of being a movie in 2003 and still trying to push the envelope. This movie is a total cash grab to play on an idea to make a universe for something that I don't think anyone really cares about anymore. Is there I an think, attempt to make a universe here, though? Like, it, they actually end it. They don't end it with a to-be-continued. They actually end it very similarly to how the first movie ends. So, like, in a way that it shouldn't have a sequel. 
Like everything's well, kind not of now. And, it's and not that's kind have of sequel. That's that's kind that's of definitely well, yeah. But now. I'm just saying, yeah. like it's it's almost like things are too neat at the end of this, especially since there's no there's no shown stakes, there's no shown consequences. It's all like, oh, if you do this thing, then this is going to happen. You're like, all right, cool. Well, and look, then nothing yeah. nothing bad ever happens. So you're like, all right, cool. And then it yeah, it's just very it's very unusual and. God, like so many moments that should have hit. There's so many action sequences. And at the beginning, I was like, oh, this could be pretty cool looking. Like when you got bugs running around in the first five minutes, like in the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, this could be cool. And then, man, it just fell off. It just went off the rails. Like it's it was, it was, it was pretty wacky. And then they brought back some characters that you're like, you didn't give a shit about them. And then you brought back some, <laughs> and then you didn't bring back other characters. And you're like, yeah, yeah, remember that? Cool. I don't want to spoil things, but it's like, oh, yeah, the character you liked. Oh, here's a really disappointing end to their story. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why, is, why is that how it went for that guy? And then everything else kind of like I, but I think that some of these guys are good, like the way they commit and the way that some of the characters are like that dude, Yaya or whatever. He's uh, <laughs> he was pretty solid. Yeah. I thought I thought the person who played bugs was pretty good. I, I thought that like everybody kind of did what they needed to do. It's just the story was it was just lame. It yeah. was just kind of lame. And I, I think that was probably the biggest sin here. It was just kind of lame. And it was lame across all aspects of it from the story being kind of lame the action being really lame yeah, and uh, just kind of pacing, just being all over the place. I was just like, yeah. this is bizarre. So look, so. I do want to ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. As an owner of a PS5 and an Xbox One, right? Is yes, new one? is the answer to the question. But go ahead, ask it, because no one else knows what you're going to ask me. Have you played The Matrix Awaken? I have. Now, I'll say this because I'm aware of this because of, because apparently the company I work for worked on this, which is why it looks the way that it does. Oh, cool. Apparently, this thing is great. Yeah. And an that's awesome... my question of going, why are, we're going to stop making Matrix movies and this thing is going to live in this form, right? It's going to live in, in, in PS5, Xbox, video game, vr world because to me that's what's now pushing the envelope of this not putting this on a movie theater i think that's where this goes to like that's the last matrix movie i think i ever need to see yeah but if you want to push the boundary in a different world where it's more interactive where there's more to it then just like i'm watching this now and you look at keanu reeves and it's like oh that's a cg character but that looks great and it's, yeah. but this is where we're going. Like, give me more of this type of stuff, not the crap that's on the movie theater. Like, I'd much rather see this and play it or walk around in this world than actually you try to drive a story that I don't think you're very good at telling. Yeah, there, uh, it's an interesting point because if you look at it, you know, what did this movie make? $69 million? That's not, yeah. that's not great, but it, you it's can spend. Great. But if a game made that, that would probably be great. Like, I don't think if you're using Unreal Engine 5 and you're getting certain subsidies, whatever it is, like you could also make more than that because you're getting more for tickets, you're not streaming, whatever the reason is. But you could, you're probably safer being profitable with a Matrix video game than you are with a movie at this point. Yes. And yeah, it makes sense. Plus, you can also, there's a few benefits. One, you're not going to be a victim of, shoddy 
um, action sequences because you're yes. going to be dependent on gameplay. Now you need the game to be good. They've obviously yep. done a bad game and a good game from a single player perspective, like I said before. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also have um, more time to actually tell your deep story. If you want to get into philosophical stuff, like you, yeah. it's difficult Games to is do a in a two hour now. movie. Games is a better format. Yeah, it just like, is well, now. It's not even saying now, like go back to when, when the matrix came out, the second, the second, third movie, you said they came out in 2003. Yep. Okay. May, so and then two, I think Christmas time, right? Like, I think that was the difference. Cause you had six months, okay. right? It was like one came out in May. One came, one came out like into November, like Thanksgiving time. If I remember yeah. correctly. So metal gear solid two came out in 2001. Yeah. Wrap your head around that and feel old. Um, that is a game that dealt with all sorts of crazy ass issues. And that's a game that takes place over the course of 12 hours or 12, 15 hours. And a lot of it is talking and cutscenes. There's so many memorable events in that, but they take their time. Like that's kind of the, I could see overlap between Kojima storytelling and Wachowski storytelling where they want to dump a bunch of exposition with you. Yeah. But with Kojima, you have the time to do it and you wrap it up in this engaging experience with some really solid gameplay to boot. Like all the, you know, say what you will about the bloviating that Hideo Kojima does. The guy knows how to make a damn good video game. Sure. And it'll be interesting to see like they're making a Metal Gear Solid movie. How does that work in reverse? from the matrix where if you were to move the matrix from a two hour constrained movie into a 15 hour game. Yeah. What more can you play with? Because yeah, the, the matrix demo itself, visually speaking, purely visual speaking. I mean, that is just a tech demo when you're in the car shooting things. It's like a long cutscene of Keanu Reeves talking to you. Then Carrie M. Moss shows up and she doesn't look as right as Keanu. Something looks a bit off about her model, but whatever, it still looks great. And then you go into a on rails shooting sequence in a car. That's very, that's kind of reminiscent of a, um, of the scene from uh, reloaded and it looks amazing plays fine, but you're the controls are minimal interaction is minimal. And then you have this sequence and then you have this thing where you can just run around this open city, jump in any cars, fly around and it looks amazing. Like it looks unbelievable. But the gameplay is minimal, so it's hard to say how that scales. Like you need a compelling narrative and more compelling mechanics that demand more of the player than just all right, just ride around the sandbox and see how all these cool lighting and visual effects look. Uh, but I'd love to see it. I think that's where more interesting storytelling and storytelling in this universe resides more so than movies, because I don't think they're going to make another Matrix movie. No, and right. you know There's what? No they way. shouldn't. And if they if they do, it'll be completely different. They'd be completely new characters. Think, and the Wachowskis yeah. won't touch it. There's no, no. way. No. Like I, I would like to like Bugs seems like an interesting character, but I don't know what the hell her point was. Like, yeah, but I feel like I don't know look, what her motivation was. I'm not convinced that the Wachowskis can are can can tell great stories. Well, hang on a second. These I'm are the convinced. guys. These these are the these are the people that made. Speed Racer. This is my point. Oh, like like I'm 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 looking I'm looking at now their, I'm upset now I'm, I'm looking upset. at I'm looking at their work. I'd argue they made three good movies. V for Vendetta. A lot of people love. Yep, I'll that say mo- that's a that, good movie. That movie's a good movie, but it's overrated. But it's a good movie. I think they they do much better a job of telling of like putting themes in movies 
than they actually do like executing it. And again, like I'm, 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 I'm splitting hairs here. What was the theme of Speed Racer? I don't remember because that movie was the theme for me was it's a really colorful looking cool movie. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's just but like movie. the actual, but that's that's kind of my point. Like Cloud Atlas, I forgot they did Jupiter Ascending. Oh yeah, that was a bad movie. Sense Eight, like I I just don't. People like that. They do, but I, I'm just I'm just not convinced. But Sense Eight was a show. You have more time. It goes yeah. back to my point where maybe they're better off in TV and video games. That's what I think, and this is my point of just I just don't think they're as strong as storytellers now. Right, different time. And filmmaking's come a long way when it comes to storytelling. And I just think that their storytelling lives in the 90s, in the early 2000s. It doesn't live in 2020, not in the current format. That's my only point. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't enjoy this at all. Like, I'll, I'll never watch this movie again. <laughs> yeah. I was Bad. thinking about watching again, just being like, the, yeah, there's not something. even visual effects moments where you go, oh man, you remember that really awesome thing that happened in that movie? Yeah, the movie was crap, but that sequence was awesome. Like that happens in, you know, even movies that are bad, you remember like set pieces where you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. If you're not doing that in a Matrix movie, you're we shouldn't be making Matrix movies. It's yeah, all definitely. about the set pieces, all of it. Sorry, but you, your whole idea of what's real and what's not, we're doing that better in other movies. Give me a really awesome set piece about bending the fabric of what's reality. And that sucked in this movie. It was terrible. There's not a single set piece I remember. No. No, there's not. Then that's that's probably one of the biggest sins about like, this. Like even on the on the roof with the helicopter thing, that was not nearly as cool as the first movie was. Like, there's just so many things you remember in the first and even the second and even the third movie that you remember. So if you don't remember any of them, they tried. Yeah, there wasn't even a cool, like, kung fu scene. I mean, I guess you, you would have it between him it's, and Morpheus, but it's yes. not as, it's not well it's shot. Not it's not well it's, executed. It's weird. And it's weird. You think even at one point Keanu would be like, hey, man, have you, like, seen my John Wick movies? Because that's the thing. Like, I, I do, really I think I could do a lot more cool shit than, it's weird, just, man. than just it's, doing yeah. force throws or whatever the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder whether or not Keanu just kind of showed up for this because it kind of feels that way. Because you'd think that he would have a much bigger say now. Like, you're 100% right. The John Wick movies, to me, are another, again, that's got nothing to do with bending weirdness and reality, but it's a way better shot movie. It's a better yeah. movie. And it's better action movies. Like, you get better yeah. set pieces, whereas here you get nothing. <laughs> nothing. Like, it's nothing. Really here. bad. The the most interesting things from a set design from a from a shot perspective happen in the first five minutes when Bugs is running away from the agents and it's all in the trailer so you don't even need to watch the movie for that. Well, e- even like them entering the door where it flips upside down, yeah, like that thing and they're running on the walls on the trailer. Yeah, yeah, everything cool is in the trailer. Yeah, even even the last set piece of the movie. Well, when she goes to this weird sort of triple, quadruple, out of body experience thing, that's in the trailer. Like it's it's a it's a terrible movie. It's bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Anyway, uh, I hope we don't make right. any more. I hope that's it. I hope that's the last Matrix movie we ever. Well, what seen. if they make Maybe a game? If they make a game, would you play it? Fine, uh, probably okay. not. But whatever, make a game. Don't just don't stop making feature films. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Take With it. the Matrix, we're done. Matrix, stand down. Stand down. Yeah, like we're done. Like you did it, right? I mean, now you you changed you changed science fiction and and you know cyberpunk forever. Like 
that that's pretty damn good. Like you can walk away with that. Like I'm not. T- I'll never take away the first movie from them. I can't because that thing was great when it came out. It was something like we'd never seen before. Th- those days are over. Like you need to just be done with it. Like we're done. But seriously, everybody, watch watch their best movie, Speed Racer. You'll know I'm right. You'll watch it and you'll be like, you know what? He's right. One is a monkey. <laughs> Only one of their movies has a monkey in it. Keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, let's bring this home. I got two games to talk about. You haven't, you've just installed Shimigami Tensei. You have not. Yes. I will play played. it once, once we're off the podcast. Great. And Halo, it's installed. You got it's it. It's installed. Ready to go. I'm ready to play. We can play it now after June's- the podcast if you want. Oh, I'm down. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's, I mean, I'm a let's little, do that. I'm a little, yeah. Well, I mean, we can play it though. I, I've not played it at all. I've installed it and I'm looking at my Steam. Uh, all right, we got to figure here. out we got we got to figure out how you can add me on Steam playing on Xbox. So, we'll have to figure that out. But Yeah, Steve Steve's got a winter sale going on, so maybe I'll buy some games. Okay. Here we go. I played through Death Store. It's a it's like a Zelda style game. I don't know why everybody tries to say, "Oh, this is like Dark Souls." It's nothing like Dark Souls. It's nothing like those games at all. It's a Zelda game. It's like a classic style Zelda game. It's like in an open world. Rolled credits on it. There's like some sort of secret ending. I'm not going to do that. I'm done with the game. I enjoyed it. It's beautiful. Very pretty. Very cool. You play as a crow. You're reaping souls. And uh, you're solving simple puzzles. Hack and slashing. Fun game. People hyped it up as being one of the best games of the year. I disagree. But very well done game. I recommend it. And the game that I am absolutely addicted to and cannot stop playing is Tales of Arise. Playing on Series X. This is the first in the series of Tales games that does not end in Ia, as far as I know. Now, what I mean by that is, I think the first in the game in the series was Tales of Fantasia. So there's like Tales of Fan- Fantasia, Symphonia, Brasaria, Zilia, Vesperia, etc., etc. I guess that's not true. There was Tales of the Abyss and Tales of Hearts. Okay, so this is not the first one that has done that, but it's probably the third or fourth. So, but this is by far the best Tales game I've ever played. And it is incredible. It looks gorgeous. Like it's definitely, it's one of the best looking games I've ever played. Um, It's just super engaging and fun. And all these games, what kind of sets this series apart from other JRPGs is that it's always had a real-time combat mechanic. So... Versus games like Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger, where you go through menus and things like that. This is up until this point, I believe they all had this mechanic where it would kind of play out like a one on one fighting game. And then you can freely run around to change up your targeting and do some dodging every so often. But for the most part, it would play out like you were side by side and doing combos and things like that. That they stepped away from that side by side so you are running around more in an arena when you engage in combat plays more like a nino kuni 2 for anybody who's ever played that um which i doubt anybody who's listening to this has but (laughs) it's um but it's a lot of fun and it keeps that same spirit alive with the combat with the uh, combos and uh, real-time action and it's just a damn fun game and the story it tells is actually like surprisingly dark and political and socio-political based. So you have like all these lords 
of these five lands that are basically through different methods oppressing this group of people to harvest energy from for their own for their own contests. So you actually start as like a slave of one of these guys and join these uh, these rebels to overthrow this lord. And then you basically are setting out, amassing your party and going one by one to take these guys out. And each one of them lives differently so that all the different realms you enter are all super unique, very pretty. You know, they follow kind of the same tropes of this is the desert land. This is the forest land. This is the snow land. But man, does everything pop in this game like I haven't seen in a long time. So characters are great relationships between the characters are great i i love every character in this game um really enjoy the gameplay i'm like somehow 30 hours into this game in breakneck time (laughs) it's kind of frightening how fast it took to get this far into the game um but man i love it and can't wait to get back into it so tales of arise i highly recommend this game i like cool if you're looking for a meaty rpg and that's it that's all cool. I got. Otherwise, just playing some Halo, sticking to those uh, dailies, trying to get my uh, my orange Christmas skin because it's free. Dailies. Oh, they got you now. Are you are you playing online with people? That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing Halo online. That's absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not doing. Is it, is I it, say is, dailies, is it Halo? That, is it Halo? Halo Infinite? Right. That's the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, but the, I've downloaded the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, the multiplayer is free. The uh, campaign you have to pay for. So but it's kind of multi- like it, they're kind of going the the Fortnite slash Apex Legends route here to try yeah. to keep you playing because there's things to game to play. You know, there's there's sort of like what is it? What do they call it? Like stories or sort of or epilogues or whatever. Like there's seasons. No, there's sorry, like that. seasons. There's yeah, there's seasons. Sorry. Yeah, there's seasons. Yeah. Battle Pass, but this one is lasting so long because th- let's be real, they're still finishing this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like look, I mean, part they- of the. Like some of it's weird because like I really I probably would have loved Apex Legends, although for me, Titanfall, like Apex Legends is Titanfall without the Titans, right? Am I right in that? <laughs> well, no, and, it's and, it's a um it's a battle royale, so it's huge. Yeah, but, but yeah, still, there's like, no Titans, but yeah, it's still like almost a hundred people playing. Yeah, but the Titans is is the is the like that feeling sure. <laughs> of dropping a Titan. I'll say that's that's one of the most amazing feelings I've ever felt in the video game on that first one. Yeah. I've not had right, a moment Titan like Trump. that playing a video game when you right, drop Titanfall. that. That's what it was. When yeah. you play the original Titanfall, and the first time you drop that Titan, it's like you feel un- unstoppable. It's we. It's a really weird feeling that I was like I've not felt that in a video game since. Oh, um, it's awesome. It's really great. Yeah, but I, I I hope we and I know the second Titanfall wasn't as well received. Um, as, well, as the first one was. That's not true. It was. was it? You think cri- the Titan- I, I love both of them. Don't get me wrong. I love both. Titanfall of them, but- two was definitely better received critically. It was a better game, like head and shoulders better. I mean, the campaign in Titanfall. The 2 campaign was, was good, but was I one of the, the f- best yeah. campaigns of all time. And yeah, the multiplayer is great. But I think yeah. the first one just hit differently because it came at a time. You know, that was the start of the new generation. Well, that's and that's what it is. It for was me. something like, unique. It was the first respawn seen, game. Yeah, you'd not seen that in a video game ever, where it's like you just drop this thing out of the sky. Yeah, um, it was great. Yeah, it was really right. great. Well, yeah. Well, look, Halo, let's play some Halo, Halo has right? yeah, it has its battle pass um, that you do like through the long season, and you have to pay for that. I didn't pay for it, and 
I ain't there, but there's either. this, but there, but there's this holiday thing that they're doing where it's like you can pay if you just play one match a day, then you get like one thing and you don't have to pay for that. So, and at the end of it, you get this orange skin. So I'm like, all right, cool. Otherwise, like, I don't really care. Like you're not, you're going to charge me for some skins. It's like at this point, I'm not compelled to buy skins for a game that I'm in first person. So I don't even see my character. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Again, care. it's uh, it's the, it's the gloat to your friends. And I don't have those. So, yep. No problem. <laughs> no one to gloat to. Yeah. All right. Well, give me a shout. Uh, yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll figure out how to do this. And right. until next time, you know, go to he's broad.com, find all the links, subscribe, rate us, iTunes, and Spotify. Check it out. And that's it. Till next time, this podcast is over. <laughs>